What is happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us again on this little podcasting adventure we like to call Grab Life by the Controller. It's November. It's the time of being thankful for gaming stuff. So, sit back. Preheat your oven. Get your turkey ready. I don't know. Just grab life by the controller. So, now that we have been established for over a year... We started some stuff last year that we want to make tradition here at Grab Life by the Controller. Last year we started doing games and gamer stuff that we were thankful for. Why do I keep I pounding? <laughs> so in our studio, I'm sitting in your regular type office chair and I am facing Peaches. She's in the interview loft, if you will. And she's sitting on the leather couch. And for some reason, I just keep pounding on the arm like I'm Judge Judy with she's a gavel. She's so excited, like, I am here, and I am... We're established! Woo! <laughs> Woo! Ric Flair! Woo! <laughs> I wish you guys could see him. <laughs> I'm glad well, they can't. You probably do the same thing on stream, though. Probably. So they probably have seen you. Probably. Well, I don't think I've been that loud and obnoxious yet but the night is still young <laughs> so like i said we want to talk <laughs> i need to get my hands away from the arm <laughs> hold me <laughs> so <laughs> gotta make sure it's still recording yeah. so we're gonna talk about <laughs> the handheld things that we are grateful for thankful for this <laughs> I can't stop Are you not entertained? <laughs> thanks for thanks for sticking by, guys. Okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> yep. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> no. I'm the new Chester Cheetah. Give me Cheetos, Frito Lay stuff. No, I want some Cheetos. I know, right? White cheddar jalapeno. Yes. Best Cheetos ever. Anyways, what better person to talk to about handhelds than someone who is kind of a noob to the handheld situation? I am not a noob. What was your first handheld? <laughs> so my first handheld was actually a Game Boy. And I got that before my NES. Wait, did you have a legit Game Boy? Yeah. I Hold don't remember phone. how you I got it. You didn't tell me that you had a Game Boy. The only... I... <laughs> no, you did. I did tell no, you. No, you told me about the Game Boy Micro. Oh, well, that was like after when I... Yeah, I was old when I got that. No, when I... Yeah, I told you I had a Game Boy because I used to play... No, you told me you played a Game Boy. Oh, I thought you knew I had it because... No. ...of those games that I told you I always played. No! Um. <laughs> Mind yeah. blown! Look at it. Aw, he's learning so much about his wife on this episode. This is why I love having her on the podcast, because <laughs> I get to interview her and have conversation that we really don't just sit around and like, hey, so uh, what was your first handheld? <laughs> we only do it for podcast prep, so... Yeah, it's so fantastic. I had... I did. I had a regular Game Boy. And it didn't have the backlight or anything. But for some re reason, I 
I could see the screen so well. And so I am thankful for Tetris, but then the, the Mario one I can never remember. I think it was Mario 3. No, it was Super Mario Land 2, okay. Six Golden Coins. So, yes, that one. I'm going to say I'm grateful for that one so I don't steal your thunder. No, you, I'm just Okay, <laughs> for those of you who aren't members of Patreon, we had to record something and it just went off the rails earlier. We, we started recording and then it glitched out yeah. and it didn't save it. To be honest, it was the most fun conversation I think I've ever had with the podcast. So I'm sorry everybody <laughs> missed out. Me too. But so then in between that and this, we recorded something <laughs> for Patreon just to get stuff out of our system. Yeah, it, it was pretty fun too. It was great. It was fun. But. But so. I but think, so hold on. Oh, okay, sorry. But so she started talking about Tetris, and I told her that she was still in my thunder. Yeah, and he kept going. Shh. Yep. Shh, 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 shh. That's my game. Shh. No. <laughs> shh. And and so I I was just teasing. I was trying to be funny for podcast podcast sake. Words are hard. I know. That was hard to say. <laughs> but like it. But it was hard oh wow. <laughs> I was a little concerned. But by all means, seriously, tell us why you're thankful for, for Tetris. Don't worry about Still My Thunder, because yeah. I'm asking you, so I seriously want yeah, to know. like, Tetris, I feel like, so we always took long road trips to New Mexico on for um, for Thanksgiving, or to... <laughs> 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 he had his finger on my left, so I tried to bite it. But, um, so yeah, like, I, I don't remember where I got my Game Boy. Or anything. I probably honestly saw it like a yard sale. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this stuff. And my family is like, oh, you're stupid, whatever. And then we all fought over it, but it was mine. <laughs> no. What are you doing? Playing with my mustache. Johnny's distracting me. I must ask you a question. <laughs> so I played uh, Tetris on all of our long trips. We'd always go there for Thanksgiving, which is another reason I'm thankful for Tetris. Because honestly, like... Who throws a shoe? This family that we would go visit in New Mexico, my mom's family. Like, I just looked forward to them. They were they were big gamers. My cousin was. He's the one that gave me the... Nintendo. Nintendo. And so, yeah, I just have so many fond memories of, of that. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you first <laughs> is... You started off your Final Fantasy journey on the Nintendo. Right. In the Nintendo Classic. And then you started playing it. You had one and two on the Game Boy Advance. And then you've got one on your PSP. But one of the things that I really don't think about often, you played the hell out of the Switch when I we did. Had it. And that is a handheld. Yeah, so I, I, it must have been on the other recording that didn't work because um, I, I, I prefer handhelds, honestly. So I'm just extremely grateful for handhelds because I love that I can be playing a game in one room and go to another room. It, it just works better with like being a mom. I can't just sit in one room and play. And Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I can't just sit for hours. No, I wasn't even looking at you. Someone feels guilty. She really was. 
she's judging me. <laughs> I am. But then I can play it on <laughs> at like lunch, on road trips. Yeah, and you took the Switch I, to work. I did. I like played the often. Switch. What a game lot. were you playing when you took it to work? Pokemon? Was it the Pixel one? Yeah. I was playing Is Pokemon that what you a were lot. Playing? No, what was I playing? I don't know which one I played. Were you playing Breath of the Wild? I did a little bit, but not a lot. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. I blocked it out. It's very traumatizing that I had this on my Switch. Honestly, it really was. It was. I cried a little bit. <laughs> it, it's a system that Peach has had that she would separate the Joy-Cons, prop it up at the kitchen table, and her and the kiddos would play Scribble Knots together. Yep. And they'd go outside in the common area, lay a blanket down, be on the grass, and play Scribble Knots. Scribble Knots was a great game yep. for our family. So yeah, it was pretty sad when we sold it to fix our car just yeah. to find out that... I already fixed it. I know. And it just needed time to, to take the check engine light off. <clears throat> but that's all right. Yeah, and I think if I didn't have the handhelds, the Final Fantasy games probably wouldn't have been as easy for me to play. Just because, like I said, it's really hard for me to sit like in a room and not be interrupted and actually get to play. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, handhelds are really nice for that. Are there save states? on the Final Fantasy games that you were playing on in Game certain Boy spots, Band? yeah. Or if I just didn't turn it off. Oh, you're a battery waster, are you? No, it's like, go to sleep. It was, there was, like, a hold. Really? Pretty sure. I'm, I'm not too familiar with the Game Boy Advance, yeah, the to be honest. Yeah. Oh, look at you being all fancy. <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean the GBA, Donnie? <laughs> you mean the GBA. Get it right. Get it right, okay. <laughs> so you're thankful for handhelds how many different handhelds have you actually been able to play quite a few um <clears throat> so the game boy game boy advance game boy advance sp yeah because that's what your red one is yep and then um ds the ds the ds light the DSi, because that's what mine is. The DSi. Uh, Switch. Um, the PSP. Mm -hmm. uh, the, what else is there? Like the Micro one. Yeah, the Game Boy mi Micro, which <clears throat> I, I think, if I remember right, is a Game Boy Advance. Could be. Yeah, just smaller. I had honestly never seen one of those before starting the podcast and watching all of the amazing people that I follow on Instagram. Yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, I had one of those, like right before I met you. Yeah, and somehow it got <laughs> tossed or something. But I still had a game for it. Yeah. So that's really weird. <clears throat> It'd be funny if we found it one day. That would be incredible, because seriously, I've never played one, I've never held one. I know they look freaking tiny. Yeah, they are. They're about like like, I don't even know how big the screen is, because I'm just going off of other people's pictures. I would love to hold one in my hand and be like, wow, that makes my hand feel 
large. <laughs> you get that all the time. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow, Peaches! Because I have tiny hands. <laughs> Your hand's the same size I, as my hands. I have big hands. <laughs> no, I have small, delicate, feminine hands. Whatever. With nasty nails because of bite. <laughs> what would you say would be your top three games for handhelds. Like, if you could have any three handhelds, but you could only have the games. three games. Okay. I would definitely have Tetris. I would have a cart that had all the my, uh, Final Fantasies on them. Oh, <laughs> one of those multi-carts that yeah. me and Ultra Goldman are always talking about. Exactly. And then, I, I love Paperboy. I grew up playing it on the PC, but I like Paperboy, so I would I would definitely have a Paperboy game. Well, I do have Paperboy on Game Boy. I know. I saw that, which is what reminded me of it earlier. See, I am honestly surprised that. Well, let me let me actually grab this real fast, just to give Peaches a visual. Of what I am honestly surprised she didn't choose. Okay. <clears throat> you know what's funny is I I haven't played this game. You haven't played that? I haven't played it. Um, Yoshi's Topsy Turvy. Yeah, I got it for me because I love Yoshi. But then uh, one of the girls loved it. And she had been playing it more. Because I was using hers for Final Fantasy. Oh, that's right. Right. So... The fun thing about that game is, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it's a Game Boy Advance game. And it has gyros in it or whatever. The way that you tilt your handheld is how Yoshi They're is... gyros. No, how do you say that? Never mind. I was trying to be funny. With gyros, the food. <laughs> This is why I don't uh, tell jokes because I was like, wah, wah, You've all heard wah. of dad jokes. <laughs> Just wait till you've heard mom jokes. Peaches jokes. But <laughs> they don't make sense. <laughs> it is graphically a, a good cross between Yoshi's Island and Super Mario World. So it's slightly cartoony like Super Mario world to Yoshi's Island and then kind of pulled back a little you know not as much crayony style uh, but it is a fantastic game and you can play it in the DS's that have the Game Boy Advance slot thank you Peaches and like it'll ask you on the screen is this you know playing in the front or on the back just so it can adjust itself accordingly. That's cool. It is very smart. I don't know if that's built into the DS hardware or if it's just built into the cartridge itself because I don't know if it would be any different on the... You mean the Game Boy? That's Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said DS. Yeah. Let's play on the DS too. Yes, the ones with the Game Boy Advance slot. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, I'm I'm not sure if it'd do that 
in an SP because an SP it loads from the front where in the regular Game Boy Advance it loads on the top. We have everything. We ought to try it in the name of science. Yes. Because seriously, if you guys haven't checked out this game, it actually blew my mind. I mean, Yoshi's riding around on a ball, and when you tilt it, you know, he'll roll backwards, he'll roll forwards. It's just something fun and unique. And I think Peaches is going to grab... What are you grabbing over there, Peaches? Be loud. I don't know if there's any batteries in there. Herbie fully loaded was the last thing played on there. Herbie fully loaded was the last thing played in there? Yeah. I I think either Yeah, I think either Miss A or Minnie was playing that. And then she's going through a slew of our DSs. We've got three of them in the house. I've got one and two of our kiddos. That's the SP. And it has Peach's Final Fantasy in it. Alright. Is it charged? It is charged. We are going to do this for science. <clears throat> I had no idea what she was doing. She didn't give me any producer <laughs> cues. I like, was just walking away. Stall for me, Donnie. I need to do business. He always stalls for me. He just always talks, so I wasn't worried about no. it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, so for science... And it's completely widescreen. I'm used to playing Game Boy games on it, so there's that little square with the two black edges. Okay. Maybe it's not going to work. Maybe it's not charged enough. Yeah. I don't know, but that makes me want to play that. Well, I've got that Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Yeah. And I have not even played it yet. Got it for your birthday. I know. You're not even thankful about it. I was actually going to get okay. <laughs> Peaches is giving me crap, so she's being kicked off the episode right now, and Bye we guys. will come back with me. <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! Now that we're back, and Peaches is staring intently, or intensely, if you will, <laughs> what are you playing? Final Fantasy V. So you're picking that back up. How many Final Fantasy games do you have on handheld? That's a good question. I honestly, I'm horrible. You know what's sad? <clears throat> I'm stilling the mic. I haven't played any of my Final Fantasies for a really long time. Why and is that? I haven't I'm honestly not sure why that is. But I need to. I need to get back into all of my games. You do. Because I am thankful for them. Well and you seriously enjoy them <clears throat> and even though they are not my style, I really did appreciate watching you get joy out of them. But you probably know how many I have. 
I know that you have one and two on Game Boy Advance. I want to say you have three on PSP. Like, yeah, it, it's the remake. Uh, and then you've got Final Fantasy Tactics, and then uh, you've got one on the DS. She has so many that it's ridiculous. But, I mean, I'm pretty certain she says that about every game that I have. He has so many, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's not ridiculous. I still need so many more. I think I'm going to take my stuff up to my area. Do it. That I think that's why I don't play it very much, because I rarely come down into the dungeon. That frees up more space in my area. <laughs> like, honestly, you've got a great collection. I think what you should do is take your, your handheld stuff upstairs. Yeah, I think I will. So, anyway, back to the meat and potatoes of this podcast episode. <laughs> so, wow. it's you, Peaches, so. What is me? You're the meat and the potatoes. You're the reason why this <laughs> podcast is worth listening to. And I'm being serious right now. You're silly. So, but, why do I just want to pound on this couch? And Peaches is just laughing. <laughs> I can't help it. It's so funny. <clears throat> so, Donnie. What handheld games are you thankful for? Well, let me tell you a story. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I didn't say, let me tell you a quick story. I said, let me tell you a story. When I was young, like 88, 89, my best friend at school, his name was Ryan. He had an original Game Boy, and he was the coolest kid at school. And the reason why he was so cool to me is because he ignored all the jocks, all the preps, all the, you know, clicks, and he hung out with me. Like, I thought he was a genuine great dude. He brought his Game Boy to school, and I was the only one other than him that got to play it. That is where I fell in love with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan. To be honest, I mean, I don't have the game now. I haven't played the game since, like, second grade, first grade, whatever. We sat in the playground with our back up against the fence and took turns with his Game Boy during recess until the batteries died. Aww. Like, seriously, it was a great experience for me. And that is why when I, I put down my, my little get-to-know-me quiz on Instagram today, I didn't put a reason behind it, but that was why Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles followed the Foot Clan, which you actually got right. I actually got that right. Peaches barely, rarely... <laughs> I gets my questions right. Quizzes. And she knows the answers. I and do. then as soon as she gets it wrong, she's like, oh my god. And, and I knew it. It's just how I am in tests. That's why I'm terrified. But, but. I do know you. 
you do. And I am super proud. That's why I'm never, like, annoyed or giving you crap about it. Like, in a serious way. I might right. tease you, razz you, but. Yeah. So, one of the things that I am the most delighted to talk about with handhelds, the thing that I am thankful for the most, is the original Super Mario Land. There is just a quirkiness to it. Because it wasn't done by uh, Miyamoto. It, it was done by Gunpei Yokoi. Those two games are the only Mario games that had nothing to do with the original creator. Really? Yeah. Like, like game-wise and development and stuff. I, I think he's listed as a promoter. Yeah. Or not a promoter, a pr producer. And I'm pretty certain I jack up his name whenever I say Shigeru, Miyamoto, Miyamoto. I, I'm, I'm talking in the moment, in the now. So whatever happens, happens. But Birobudu or Birobudu Kingdom, whatever. It's a song. It's that do 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 that is one of the greatest, most underrated Mario songs. Once again, I go back to sitting at the playground with my friend Ryan. And that song, you know, he'd turn up his little speaker system that he had mounted on it. He had one of those accessory things. He had the joystick, you know, and the extra tall buttons, the magnifying glass, and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, he had the best setup for his Game Boy. And just hearing that little happy peppy song, it research, it research, it reset. <laughs> oh, gaming power-ups, the words are hard today. But, I mean, I hear it now, and it just takes me back to unadulterated childhood joy just in a sense at its best just sitting there two buddies taking turns you know sharing w what kid really shares especially when they have the coolest stuff on the playground like you can't help but appreciate the peppiness the awesomeness and there are several awesome versions of it on spotify uh, there's, there's a group called like QMU. It's Q U M U, that does like a techno-y remix of it. It keeps everything fundamentally the same, so you're not losing any of the actual Game Boy experience from it. But it is just, if I'm in a bad mood, it's ridiculous how fast that song can change it, because. I, I really do. When I'm at work. No. I, if I'm not listening to my friend's stream, I'm listening to video game music. So one way or another, I'm, getting, I'm getting in a great dose of gamer stuff every day. Now, my other game. I kind of lost interest in... Nintendo handhelds after the Game Boy Pocket. 
I've, I've discussed before in 95, 96, um, I got the pocket and I got Pokemon Blue for it. And it changed my life. I took that thing to high school with me. I played it in the hall uh, during lunch. It was a great game. But after that, I wasn't really impressed with Nintendo. I didn't own a GBA. I didn't own one of the original DSs. I didn't really play a DS until Peaches got me one. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, you love that thing. I, I'm just, <laughs> noises are coming out. <laughs> Top Swing Golf is a game that I absolutely hated when I first got it. Because I thought it was going to be like Hot Shots. Because I love Hot Shots. But this, you use the stylus. And you've got to, fluff. I mean, and yes, I'm doing the motions, the flicking stuff right now. But, and it's not even this game that I'm, you know, getting to. It's the story of, that was kind of my first real experience with the DS. And it shattered my expectations. As soon as I learned how to use the stylus. Yeah, you were blown away. I played the hell out of that game during our spring break this year. And then we were at our game store, which is Game Changers, in Orm, Utah. Fantastic place. Best Some place. of the coolest people. Great people. I mean, they they treat you like family. I call in. They know my voice. Like, we go in there enough that they're like, oh, hey, is this Donnie? Yeah. Oh, I'll put your name on it. Just come up whenever you're ready. Like, they're great people. They had Castlevania Portrait of Ruin for the DS. Came in like 15, 20 minutes before we showed up. Wasn't even tagged in the system. They checked on price charting. They're like, well, it's going for this. But, you know, we like you. You're, you know, one of our rewards members. So I could do it for this much. And we're like, hell yeah, let's grab it. The reason I wanted to play that so bad is because I'm a supreme Castlevania fan. I know the story frontwards, backwards. I know how the Netflix series ties in with the game series, uh, thanks to Gamer Thumb TV on, on YouTube. Seriously, I've said it a million times. Go check out his Castlevania timeline. He's got a new one up that involves the Netflix series. And all the, the little stuff that he didn't bring in before. Because, you know, certain games are remakes, you know. I played that game because my Canadian brother, the gaming power-up, said, if you like Symphony of the Night, which I fell in love with, it's my all-time favorite game right now. It is mind-blowingly great. He said, you will love this game. It's got similar mechanics. I mean, it's as good as you can get on a DS. There's strategy. There's, you know, like, ranking up abilities. But you're tag-teaming it. It, It's you and some chick, and I can't remember names right now, which I should have thought. 
But I, I wasn't even going to talk about this until we started talking about Circle of the Moon. And then I was like, holy crap, I played the crap at a Portrait of Ruin. I haven't beat it yet. Because I'm to a part where I am fighting the memory of Richter Belmont to uh, get this curse uh, broken. And I can't beat him. And it is just driving me insane. So I've put it down for a little bit too long. I need to pick it back up. Yeah, and that's the problem. You pick it up like I just did with Final Fantasy, and I'm like, Heck am I? What am I doing? <laughs> no, honest to everything, I know exactly where I'm at right now. So You're lucky. I don't have a memory like that. Oh, I... In this one, there's paintings that you have to go into. And you have to destroy the, the evil within the paintings. And then, because the guy that's taken over uh, the castle, his name's Brawner. And he's trying to take over Dracula's power in Rula's castle but you know death's involved because he's always involved he's Dracula's right hand man and Peaches is looking at me like god I didn't own a history lesson today why did I open my mouth <laughs> but so before you fight him you have to be strong enough uh, and to be strong enough you have to have the vampire killer whip which is what's passed down from belmont to belmont yeah and i i just can't do it i i can't defeat because apparently i have to have like a pie to throw at richter belmont or what? something a pie? that's what somebody told me that's weird like uh you pie him and then I think that like staggers his defense and then you unleash a barrage of knives at him and it whittles him down but <laughs> that's what I was told and I don't know how to find this pie or do anything and I really don't want to google it does it have a soggy bottom and really good layers <laughs> oh Kirky Kirky Kirky, we have been watching the great British baking show and Peaches has a horrible English accent. Whatever, that was the best one I've ever done. It's almost as horrible as Kirk's American accent. I love you, Kirk, and I love hearing you say cheeseburger and stuff, but you sound like a stereotypical Texan. Accent. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, good night, everybody. We're going home. I'm waving. I really am. Yes. I don't understand why you're waving. <laughs> Spot tea for you, Governor. Tea crumpets. <laughs> yeah, and that's mine, so that's why yeah, I never exactly. do. <laughs> like, I'm pretty certain at one one point in time I could do a proper British accent, but. It sounds like a 90-year-old lady now, just ornery because she doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> I'm going to practice mine. The last... Ugh, let me scoot my chair closer. The last handheld that I am honestly... Aw, I am holding your hand. 
the last handheld that I am grateful for, that I will talk about, because that's all this episode is about, that and a whole bunch of freaking nonsense. <laughs> Always. Always. Shenanigans! Even the shenanigans. No, we can't stay focused. Yeah, it's not all business with peaches. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But uh, the PSP, mainly because mine is modded, and I absolutely love the selection of games that I have at my fingertips. Everything from Marble Madness to Cool Spot, uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, uh, X-Men on the Genesis and Game Gear. I mean, it's got a colossal amount of games. But that just makes it that much cooler for me. My kids don't understand how to do that. They don't know how to bounce, you know, from emulator to emulator and to pick out the ROMs to play. So to simplify it, I'll just put in like you know, one of those UMD discs or whatever the crap they're called. Hot Shots Golf. Open T. I have a collection of golf games that I am pretty freaking happy about. <laughs> I have two copies of this game because then that way Peaches and I could actually play against each other if she ever got some skill. <laughs> With that death glare you were like, giving me. But you need to insert a death. <laughs> no, you just did it for me. But I started playing Hot Shots Golf on the PS2. That's not a handheld. I know, but hold on. Come on. I. It was the first real golf game that I had played. I had played Golden Tee, I'd played Ness Open. But I didn't get the true sense of golf because, you know, you couldn't span up and down, you know, each of the holes to see, you know, oh, well, you've got 547 yards to go. It's a par five. You know, you're going to start off with, you know, your driver and then, oh, yeah, you made it this far. Let's go down to a seven iron or, or whatever and whatnot. I mean, you had like an overhead view. Uh, once you hit the ball, and that that was it. But in this, it's just so beautiful, beautifully put, <laughs> beautifully crafted, created. You've got trees. You can hear the wind blowing. You've got an annoying caddy that won't shut up, <laughs> kind of like me. Um, and I fell in love with it on PS2. It was one of my first games on PS2 that I bought for myself. That didn't come with my system because I bought my system used. Uh, and then to be able to find that on PSP and just play the crap out of it. When we went down to southern Utah for spring break, I played a lot of that as well. If, if the DS needed to charge because, you know, I was golfing way too much on that, I was golfing on my PSP. Like, I am... We're out in this beautiful scenery, and he just... Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) No, I mean, we we went on a lot of incredible hikes and and saw some fun stuff, but, yeah. Uh, 
like there's just points where you can only walk for so much and and see indian ruins and stuff and so you come back and you rest and it's golf time it's on you can only pay attention to your wife and children for so long before you're like oh my gosh i need a break and a beer (laughs) so those games are honestly incredible to me just because i suck at golfing i know the science behind it i know what i should be using but it does not go the way i want it to uh we went to top golf a while back and it was my first time like actually in a driving range i i used to drive balls all the time um in a field behind my my grandma's house but we could only do so much because there were houses you know decently far back and we didn't want to break any windows so we weren't using drivers. We were using, you know, sand wedges and, you know, just your basic irons. No drivers. But I, I feel like I have enough knowledge <laughs> with, <laughs> with the games that if I started playing Tiger Woods on Wii, I would probably become a champion. You probably would. I probably would be able to quit this podcast and roll in the dough. <laughs> I wouldn't quit. This would become my passion project. I mean, it's already a passion project. But <laughs> yeah. I was like, Peaches is looking at me like, you don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it's true, folks. I don't. It's true. <laughs> but. Just smile and nod. Just smile and wave. Look, I'm waving at you. Can you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, handhelds are a great thing and someday we will have a video we'll, we'll have to youtube this and like actually have like a recording of how we do our setup you want to know what we might have to do it because i could honestly do it you know set up my phone and you should do it yeah one of these days okay yeah but that is going to wrap up with what i'm grateful for I'm grateful for the chance to actually experience stuff nowadays that I did not get a chance to growing up. Same. Either through not being interested, because like I said, I wasn't interested in the DS. And then it blew my freaking mind. I haven't played the the 3DS yet, but I want one. Just so I can kind of round off the, the Nintendo collection. And then get a, a micro eventually. And then I need a Vita, a Nomad, a Game Gear. Uh, not to mention the Atari Lynx. I'm so grateful for that. But that's a different episode. Pounding on the armrest <laughs> of the couch. But seriously, Order. thank Order. you for putting up with our shenanigans and for listening to us. If you enjoy us. Uh, drop a, a follow on Instagram. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, that's the easiest way to support the podcast without me begging for money on Patreon. <laughs> Spread the word. And then, seriously, thanks to our actual Patreon supporters. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to call them out right now. Muchas gracias. But 
you guys know who you are. I, I game with you. I talk to you every day. Seriously. You guys are family, so thank you so much for the love and support. Uh, but that's going to wrap up this episode. I don't even think I'm going to do a, a bumper for the end, I think. All right. So just get your... Love, peace, and chicken grease. Peace! We out! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Birabudu Kingdom from Super Mario Land on the Game Boy. Done by Qmu or however it is that you pronounce it. This is exactly what I was talking about in the episode. This is a little extra feature I'm throwing onto the end of this. Because this, you can't help but be happy about. It's so peppy. It's so bright, energetic. It's honestly like little rays of sunshine. They don't promote me, but I am promoting the crap out of them. It's seriously one of my favorite things to listen to. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope it gets you thinking about the handheld things that you are excited and thankful for in your life. I hope you guys have an excellent November. Thanksgiving's coming up in the U.S. at the very end of the month. And I am thankful for each and every one of you guys that listen, that support in any way. Whether it's following along with my posts on Instagram, my shenanigans on Twitter, or even popping into the stream and just having a great time with us. I can't thank you all enough. I love my gaming family, and I love doing this episode. And this podcast. It's really a fun outlet. I get to talk to some incredible people, have some great conversations, learn stuff about the people I care about. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. But for reals, peace. We out.